Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ez Hashem, BPM number 56, the for Men, Share number 56. And today we're going to talk about um, when one is not in the mood of physical intimacy, how you tell your wife that. Very often it's the other way around, we know that. Generally speaking, men are more in the mood more often than, than the women are. As a generalization, which is not always true, people who are listening, they know some. Sometimes it's always reversed. Sometimes it's sometimes reversed. Where a husband is not in the mood and the wife is. And the truth is, is this is a normal part of marriage. Husband and wife love each other dearly, devoted to each other. They want to fulfill each other's needs and preferences, but it won't always be in alignment. There could be physical differences. There could be one of them had a very good day and the other one very had a very hard day emotionally. And it's not that they don't love each other. It's, 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 there's physical factors, emotional factors, and situational factors of, that would cause between two people that they would not align perfectly with the exact same mode of interest at the exact same time. It's not realistic to think that. But the idea is that when two people are committed to each other, a husband and wife who love each other, will seek to meet each other halfway to meet a compromise, to communicate, to listen carefully to each other, and to understand what the difference is, not to assume a lack of desire is to hurt, because 99% of the time, 99.9% of the time, it's not when someone lacks that desire. It's other factors. It's not because they don't love their husband or wife. And also what's important is is that when one feels that they just simply can't be intimate and they need to say no, the, the, the way you say the no makes all the difference. If you say something like, you know, tonight I'm, I'm, I'm wiped out. It doesn't, doesn't work for me tonight, but I'd love to take a rain check for another night, the next night even, and you mean it, and the next night you're feeling better, or even if you're not feeling 100% better, Okay, you know, now I'm wanting to spend time with you. If that is that type of no said with sensitivity, is not a rejection and it won't feel like a rejection. That's part of the maturity of two adults, husband and wife, talking to each other, where they have need to learn how not to feel hurt and to talk in, in a way that wouldn't hurt when they're talking about their needs and desires. And that is very, very uh, an important skill. And if you work at it, you get better at it as time goes by in the marriage. And if you're really, really not able to do it, whatever the reason is, you just don't have it in you, don't be afraid to communicate that. And if your wife is communicating that to you, you make sure not to get angry or upset or agitated, but be understanding. And that is the idea. It doesn't always have to be perfect. The same time we do stress, we mentioned it on the women's side and on the men's side too, but let's say you have the scenario where the wife is really interested and uh, the husband, meaning you, very wiped out, you had a very long day, you're really not up to it. So you have to have a certain shikaladas. On one hand, yes, you could. there's nothing wrong with saying, I love you very, very much. We're taking a rain check. I'll get home earlier tomorrow, and 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 then I'll be able to. I'll be happy to be with you because I really want to be with you. That's fine. And then there are times where you're like sort of on the fence, or you have to make a little effort. 
sometimes it is worthwhile to try to make that effort. They say this famous line, perfect is the enemy of good. And very often what happens is, this is a good etza, by the way, because for some people, in order to have the full experience of intimacy, as an example, with the foreplay, with the talking, with the interest, and, and when they're both in it, into it, you know, they want it to be longer. So I'm just giving an example. And sometimes even for a full hour of, of foreplay going into intimacy and so on, and maybe that's the way they both enjoy it. And when it's, you know, in, in, you know, exciting for the both of them. And then there's a particular night where one or both of them are very tired. So they don't have to do all that. Sometimes they could be together for a short amount of time, which is very sweet, you know, just even though they're somewhat tired. And you make each other happy that way. And it goes both ways. I told it on the wife's side, sometimes... Again, she has a right to say no or in a nice way and ask to postpone to the next night. But sometimes it, it is Kadai for her to overcome her initial reluctance. And and she's tired, so they make a Peshara and they say, you know, I, I don't mind spending time with you intimately, but I have to get up very early in the morning instead of like normally when we have time and or we're on vacation, we could spend a long time, but could we make this you know quite relatively short so that within you know 20 minutes or so we could you know i could be sleeping or you know whatever and you work that out and that is really the key to work out those type of things it's similar uh to any type of thing in avaydis hashem let's say shabbos right sometimes you're preparing shabbos meals you put in the effort you have guests you have special a menu and it's just beautiful and you take pains to prepare the dessert and so on because you had time and then there are other times for whatever reason you had such a hectic week or you didn't have kayach you didn't have time you didn't cook much and you you hopped from the takeout store whatever you could hop so it won't be as enhanced as that other type of uh shabbos when you had all those um you know everything prepared in in, in a wonderful way but the bottom line is it's still shabbos you're still having a Suda, you still love your family, and you're experiencing the Oynig of Shabbos, and you're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it even if it's not with all the accoutrements and all the all the uh, extra things. And the same thing with intimacy. We can't, can't be a perfectionist about it. It's like everything else in life where sometimes it, it just works beautifully for the both. Sometimes one is more into it than the other. Sometimes they are both tired, but they know and they both agree to, to wait, uh, you know, and postpone it for a day or two. But sometimes, even though they're tired, they realize, hey, you know, if we, if we, if we only have relations when we're fully rested, it, it ain't going to happen. So they'll, even in their tiredness, they'll be together willingly and happily. That's also a healthy practice to do. So the idea is, is their communication, the being menschlich to each other, to value your spouse, to value the, your, your, your relationship. And for the person who has the lower libido, some, most of the, sometimes it's the men, sometimes it's the women, is to welcome this concept of sexual intimacy, even if you are, it's not high on your priority right at this moment. Especially if you sense that it is a high priority in your wife's, moment right now, then 
it's Kedai to overcome that and to connect. So that is really the idea. And compromising in, ma- in, in marriage in these areas does not mean you're a shmata, um, but, but it's out of a tremendous respect from both. Sometimes what you do is you know you're very tired, um, you take a nap, or you make time to take a nap, or you need time and alone to recharge, you recharge. Whatever you need to do, eights is to get yourself more in the mode, um, you know, and especially if your wife desires it. It's it's very, very um, special thing. And we know very often, um, you know, the, the mother, a wife being busy with the kids all day or the father work, these are deterrents for intimacy. It, it's very hard uh, to have one's mind on intimacy when they are overworked and overwhelmed by the long days that they have, whether with the kids or whether at work. And it takes sometimes some recharging that's necessary, sometimes some relaxing and and working you know through it in order to to um to get into that mode. Now the thing is like this also you know we we say often that the husbands usually are more interested than the wives in the actual physical intimacy. It's not always true and but even when it is true. Even when the husband, generally speaking, has the higher drive, sometimes he doesn't feel well, and there's aspects, and and there will be times that all of a sudden he'll wonder to himself, "I ha- I used to have a strong desire for sexual intimacy, and now I don't feel like it anymore. I'm either fatigued or or stressed or just simply not 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 in the mood." that when the wife is interested. And normally in the past, when your wife showed interest, you right away jumped at the opportunity. And this is the first time in your life where your your wife is showing great interest and you are just not able to muster the willpower to want to be with her. So what happened? What is this? So at first, you'll actually be relieved. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. I have a vacation from the sexual desire. I could rest. I could relax. I could go into my own shell. But sometimes it's not a healthy thing. Sometimes you have to check maybe there's something physically an issue that you have to work out and get a checkup and see if you're okay. And sometimes it could be um, anxiety or downness that could create that, that, that um, um, lack of interest. Because the idea is that the fact that you have interest in being with your wife in an intimate way is actually a very healthy thing. Of course, you have to control and be responsible with these type of desires, but it is a healthy thing intrinsically. So if you if you normally have it and now you don't, it's kedai to 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 physically check yourself out. That's the hishtadlus of hishmatim esnafshesechem, and emotionally if you feel overwhelmed or stressed and so on. Okay, so and now I want to say a big big yesaid, and I think it'll help a lot of husbands. It helped a lot of wives when they understood this as well. In the idea is like this: there is an arousal sexually that is responsive and there are some that are automatic. Meaning like this, that overall, generally speaking, by a woman, their sexual arousal and satisfaction is responsive. Meaning it's dependent on the environment. In other words, they don't get turned on automatically. It's it's a minority of women that all of a sudden out of the blue will 
have this sexual desire to physically want to have sex, like just will just come on her without any triggers whatsoever. By a man, it's not so. Generally speaking, men are very visual, very wired for sexual expression, and it can be very spontaneous. So what a husband's need to understand is that most women, I mean, a real majority of women don't have the spontaneous urge to, to, to be intimate and to, ha- and, to, and to want to have the sexual uh, intercourse. It doesn't happen spontaneously. With a woman, it's a combination of emotional and physical sensations. Sometimes you need the hugging and caressing and snuggling, but also sharing thoughts and feelings and emotions deeply, and only then will the response be that she'll start to awaken in herself that sexual desire towards you, towards her husband. Now, a woman could also, from time to time, experience this spontaneous desire. And very often men don't have this spontaneous desire. They have that responsive desire. But this is the general breakdown. So therefore, I think what causes a lot of agmas nefesh to men when they see their wives never like out of the blue initiate they would like that's one of their dreams in in their way you know that they always are very uh, excited and visually stimulated and they 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 uh, show interest to their wives and they want sometimes for their wives to show that sexual interest to them and that rarely happens and it causes them agmas nefesh and it bothers them but when you understand the reality of it in the actual physical science of it and the actual physical makeup of it, then it won't be taken personally. You're not alone when you have a wife that that is reacts and has sexual arousal when it's responsive to your touch or to your words and that it's not spontaneous. Now, the, the, it, it's hard for a husband to accept this but it is the key, a real key, to avoid a lot of heartache and, and, and a lot of shalom bias problems by recognizing that your wife loves you. With the emotional and physical closeness, she'll want to be intimate with you, and you could have a beautiful, intimate life. But we also have to realize that she will go through things that will hold her back, that she won't spontaneously feel that urge. Even if you are showing interest, she may not reciprocate, not because she doesn't want you, not because she doesn't love you. But there are life stresses or fatigue. Sometimes it's illness. Sometimes it's medication. Sometimes it's the children. Sometimes it's nursing. There's there's, um, some indication that nursing could also lower the sexual desire. Sometimes it's, it's menopause. Other things that will play a role in your sex, in, in your wife's sexual experience that could hold it back somewhat. And the idea of not taking it personally, but rather working it together to make it as pleasant as possible and to understand it and to help your wives with it in, at her pace, she needs more time than you do to get stimulated sexually, generally speaking. Sometimes you need manual stimulation with the fingers, whatever it is, and on the wife's side, encourage them to take your hand and to move it to where those areas are that she desires you to hold her there 
and to put your hand there, or your mouth there, or your tongue there, all according to the halachically correct way, which we're not getting into now, into the pratim of what, yeah, well, no, that's a separate issue, but on everything that is okay, then yes, that you encourage your wife, show me, I'm not a mind reader, show me, move my hand to where it feels good, move my mouth or my tongue to where it feels good, and allow her and be welcoming and never and always, because it's a very vulnerable thing. You need to really be mature about it and that she knows she's safe, that she could say anything she wants and you won't look down at her or you won't think of her as a weak person or you won't think of her in any demeaning way whatsoever by the fact that she wants certain sexual things to experience and she's showing you what she wants. It's a big achrayas. It's a big achrayas at that moment to have that maturity and that understanding of what your role is right now. That in both in a halachic perspective and on the emotional perspective and in the physical perspective and in the spiritual perspective of sexual health is this concept of allowing your wife to be open and express her needs and to uh, uh, to allow her to do that and to l- encourage her to allow you to help her with it. Bracha